Good Tuesday afternoon, May 4th, 2021. Welcome to the Nebula Calling Podcast. There is, like there always is, a lot of stuff going on. First, I want to get to some news, and we always pay attention to the field of quantum physics. From the sciencealert.com, a world-first multi-node network just took us closer to the elusive quantum internet. So what does that mean? Quantum internet. Quantum computing. Well, obviously, it means more power, faster, etc. Um, but it really gets into some spooky things especially when it comes to how it works, what type of access it'll have, etc. And that's where you get into the process of entanglement, which Albert Einstein referred to as spooky action at a distance. Um, there's a lot of things that you can't even foresee when it comes to a quantum internet with quantum computing. Um, unhackable networks, atomic clocks, telescopes with unprecedented levels of coordination, lots of technology with unprecedented levels of coordination. But I won't do it justice. Go out to sciencealert.com, check it out, and let us know what you think. If you're a fan of David Wilcock... He's been on fire lately. He had another one of his three-hour-plus-long sessions this past Sunday. Focused a lot on the pyramids at Giza in Egypt. What they are, what they do, what they were meant for, and what it means to us. So if you haven't gone on a trip with Mr. Wilcock in a while, go check it out. It's his YouTube channel. Just type in David Wilcock. You'll get there easily, and you will be thoroughly entertained and informed, I can assure you. So I want to talk about, again, the Holy Trilogy. That's right. Ufology, conspiracy, and spirituality. gotten criticism as that UFO guy. He talks about UFOs. He likes UFOs. Little green men, greys, etc. There's no such thing as just UFOs. It's way bigger. I can't reiterate this enough. The impact of the realization of the existence of UFOs brings into the discussion conspiracy, which means there's a cover-up, and spirituality, which means all religions that you know of are terrestrial. Now all of a sudden we have extra-terrestrial. Who is their god? What is their religion? How does it work? Etc. And with the conspiracy aspect, it's not just about Oh, governments knew this, governments knew that. They covered this up, they covered that up. 
They've also suppressed a lot of technology. Things that would help the environment, help us live longer, prevent death, enhance our lives, prolong our lives. Lots and lots and lots of rocks to uncover with that. But anyway, let's go back and let's talk about ufology, quote-unquote, and what's going on. I want to bring your attention to Richard C. Dolan. You've probably seen him on Ancient Aliens. He's on Mr. Church's radio show, Fade to Black, a lot. Great guy, informative guy. Has written several books. Thoroughly enjoyable to read. He's got a big event coming up. It's on May 20th. And it's billed as Intelligent Disclosure. Join us on May 20th for UFO Secrecy in a Changing World. You can, of course, Google Richard Dolan, an Intelligent Disclosure. The website is theobservationdk.com. And he's going to have some powerful guests. He's going to have with him Lou Elizondo, who everybody knows. But he's also going to have the young guns. And let me talk about these guys for a second. This is the new generation of conspiracy theorists slash ufologists. That's Danny Silva, James Iandoli, Joe Mergia, and Jay of Project Unity. This is going to start on May 20th at 10 o'clock, and who knows, it'll run deep into the night. But it's nice to see a new crop of ufologists that come aboard. We've lost a lot of folks in the last 10 years. Stanton Friedman, John Mack, to name a few. And we've got guys that are out there that are great, that are getting older, slowing down. And it's nice to see that we've got a a group of young guys, 20-somethings and 30-somethings, that they can pass the baton to. In Mr. Dolan's UFO secrecy, this is going to be a kind of a video podcast, live stream, it looks like. Um, He's billing it as a forward-looking analysis like nothing before. And he's billing it as fresh, which is often the criticism of, although not recently in the last year, many of the television shows where they rehash old things, Roswell, Rendlesham, blah, blah, blah. Um, Richard has a lot of inside information, and he can guide through and separate the wheat from the chafe, the harder science or the more tangible the more believable, the more credible from some of the fringe content that's out there. And so I would encourage you to to tune into this. Uh, he's a heavyweight, Lou Elizondo, of course, from To The Stars Academy, and who's been everywhere. Also, obviously, a heavyweight. Let's move forward now. As of this morning... If you follow Dr. Michael Sala on Twitter, like I do, 
He has stated in his Twitter feed that on May 3rd, which was yesterday, the Department of Defense released a memo about a subject evaluation of UAPs slash UFOs from different Department of Defense entities. And of course, we're all aware of the coming June UFO report from the Pentagon slash Intel community. Which now seems to be slated more for a uh, soft date of June 30th. We'll sh- we shall see. But uh, Mr. Sala pontificates that this is going to thrust the public into possibly a false flag alien invasion. He links to the Black Vault, which is, of course... A long-running, I think, 30 years now, the Black Vault has been in existence, um, meticulously documented website of 2.45 million government documents related to UFO Acquired through the Freedom of Information Act. So if you've never been there before, it is theblackvault.com. Millions of pages of documents. And it was started in 1996 by John Greenwald when he was just 15 years old. So in this particular document that Mr. Salas talking about, we have this. It's basically very short, three-page document, and really the first page is, is where it's at. It's from the Inspector General, Department of Defense. It's authored by Randolph Stone, who's the Assistant Inspector General for Evaluations, Space Intelligence, Engineering, and Oversight. Okay. It states... Memorandum for distribution. The subject is evaluation of the Department of Defense's actions regarding the unidentified aerial phenomena, and it's got a project and an ID number. We plan to begin the subject evaluation in May 2021. The objective of this evaluation is to determine the extent to which the Department of Defense has taken actions regarding unidentified aerial phenomena. We may revise the objective. As the, evalu- as the evaluation proceeds, and we will consider suggestions from management for additional or revised objectives. We will perform the evaluation at the offices of the Secretary of Defense, Military Services, Combatant Commands, Combat Support Agencies, Defense Agencies, and the Military Criminal Investigation Organization. We may identify additional locations during the evaluation. Please provide us with a point of contact for the evaluation within five days, and this is as of May 3rd, of this memorandum. A point of contact should be a government employee or military service member as GS-15, which is a, I'm assuming, a rank of privilege, of secrecy, of the military equivalent. And then there's some redacted information. Send that contact information to blah, blah, blah. 
If you have any questions, please contact blah, 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 redacted. Right? Okay. The distribution is secretaries of the military departments, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the Undersecretary of Defense for Research and Engineering, the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security, U.S. Central Command Commander, Northern Command Commander, Special Ops Command Commander, and then the Directors, Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, Intel Agency, Defense Threat Reduction Agency, Missile Defense Agency, and several more. So here we are, government document in hand. Things are moving, people are moving, deadlines have been set, and now here we are, patiently waiting. What's going to happen? We don't know. What is the Senate Intelligent Committee obligated to tell the public? Nothing, really. However, we know that both the House and the Senate are leaky at best. Will they be given information that's top secret, that's relevant, that's shocking, astounding? Maybe. Maybe not. Some scenarios may include they get nothing, a bunch of redacted pieces of paper with black marks over 80% of the the verbiage they get very little which leaves them wanting more to force a paperwork and political process back and forth which I could see happening and the third scenario is that they just come clean and they let people know I don't think that's going to happen I don't think we're there yet I think we're going to end up frustrated but maybe with a little more information. And I think the Senate Intelligence Committee is going to be frustrated with maybe a little bit more information than we have, but not much more. And the stomach will turn and turn. I don't think it's time yet. But as we move forward through time in the years 2021 and 2022, in 2023 where we have foreign governments and we have private industries that are exploring space that are mining asteroids that are going to Mars that are going to the moon it's not going to be long before someone's hand is forced it may not be June 2021 but it will be soon I thank you for joining the Nebula Calling broadcast. Until we meet again.
Welcome to the Nebula Calling Podcast. May 18th, 2021. Coming to you from somewhere in Southwest Virginia. Melding sci-fi, science, and spirituality. I'm your host, Matthew Gregory, and welcome you are among friends. So each week here on the Nebula Calling Podcast, we like to take a look at the latest paraholistic news. Boy, was there a lot of news. This entire weekend was blanketed by ufology. Whether it was 60 Minutes, The Today Show, CBS This Morning, The New York Times, Fox News, Sean Hannity, anywhere and everywhere that reports news reported on ufology. They paraded the usual suspects, Jeremy Corbell, Louis Elizondo, Chris Mellon in front of the cameras, showed a lot of the footage, including the Tic Tac footage, but also some of the newer stuff, the recently released Pyramid UFO, which the Pentagon did admit is authentic, and the new Transmedium UFO, which is an unidentified flying object heading into the ocean with no splash or impact. Now, a lot of people have said a lot of things about a lot of these videos and stories. The actual worst possible stupid thing I heard was from our friend Seth Shostak from SETI. The Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence. Now, Seth says, move along, nothing to see here. Folks, SETI is based on radio frequency. They're looking for radio signals. Is this a joke? Are you kidding me? Somebody please hand Seth Shostak a book on quantum physics. I mean, you've got to be just horrible, horrible, horrible. Now... As you are aware, we've talked about this before on the podcast. It's the three-legged stool, the triangle. Ufology, conspiracy, and spirituality. So when we talk about UFOs, it's not just UFOs. It's what they are, what they mean, and how they transcend into other phases of our life and humanity. So... Again, the usual talking heads were talking about, are these Chinese? Are these Russian? Well, no, they're not, because we're not speaking Chinese or Russian. Are they ours? Well, we know we can go or achieve speeds of Mach 18 in our known planes and machines that fly through the air and in the atmosphere. These things are going Mach 300 plus. And, of course, they're transmedium. So you're going Mach 300, you hit the ocean, and there's no effect. I don't think that's us. Let's suppose for a second it is us. If it is us, then what else are we hiding, right? If we have military and experimental aircraft that can do this, where did we get this technology from? Did we think of it ourselves? Or did we get it from somewhere else? Either way, if we have 
the knowledge and technology to build craft that can defy known physics, let's say, what else would we be hiding? Do we know how to cure disease? Can we harness free energy? And what would the impact of that have on the economy? Let's say, yep, Tesla was right. There's free energy. It's floating around the air out there. You just got to reach up and grab it. Okay. No more oil. No more coal. No more solar. How does that impact the economy? How many people go unemployed? How does that impact inflation? Hmm. Right? What about if it's an impact on humanity, right? We know how to keep people from dying. Nobody gets sick anymore. How many more billions of people can this big blue marble we live on hold? Or maybe it's we can start storing consciousness. Oh, boy. How's that going to work? The list goes on and on. So now... What's another reason to keep this whole thing suppressed, right? There's UFOs and they're trying to hide it from us. There's aliens and they're trying to hide it from us, right? Why? Well, what do you think happens when people lose their religion? And I'm talking about all religions. Judaism, Hinduism, Islam, Christianity. Well, what happens if you lose it? It depends on what branch you're in, right? Hinduism... You're probably okay with UFOs. Most others, yeah, I don't know. So, is it just possible, and I have in my hands a book, Whitley Strieber's Jesus, A New Vision, that religion was put into place as a system of control? Let me read you this excerpt. And he's talking about the early church. The leaders of the church at that time, a loose collection of bishops, began what would be long, rather a long struggle to replace all the theories and speculations with a consistent doctrine. Faith, which can be defined best, I think, as a confident yearning toward enlightenment, was being replaced by belief, which requires one to give up that quest in favor of accepted doctrine. The trouble with belief is that there can be no final proof that doctrines are true because belief is a matter of pretending that something you cannot prove is in fact true. Believers have only one defense. They must shout down those who disagree with them. Too often, murder becomes involved, even war. As we shall see, this is precisely the tragedy that befell the early Christian church. Now, if religion was intended to be a system of control, I think we can safely say that it's gotten out of control. Countless examples of that. And of course, in May of 2021, we know what's going on. On the West Bank, Palestine, Israel, it's about religion. It's always about religion, right? So maybe religion isn't quite the best system of control anymore. Maybe that would be a reason to, hey, let's go ahead and tell them. Now, that makes an assumption. The assumption is this. Your congressman knows, your senator knows, the president knows. They don't know. 
it was uh, Senator Marco Rubio and Mark Warner who's actually going to the Pentagon to ask for information because they don't know. I'd even be willing to bet that most of the folks in the Pentagon don't know. And maybe they do know this or that, but nobody has the complete picture. The whole thing is compartmentalized. You would have to try to piece it together like a puzzle. And you probably wouldn't even be able to construct the puzzle in its entirety. So, who knows? What's going to happen at the end of June when this report is due from the Pentagon to the Senate Intelligence Committee? First, the Senate Intelligence Committee is not obliged to report it to the public. But I'm going to put myself on the spot and on the record on the May 18th, 2021 podcast of Nebula Calling. What's going to happen is not much. Maybe a piece or a couple slivers. But I think we're destined to continue to writhe in agony trying to figure out what's really going on. There may be redacted documents. There may be top secret documents. There may be extremely classified documents, but trust me, it's still going to remain a mystery for a while. Now, how long? Well, that's to be determined, but it can only be for so much longer. But they're going to hold on, and that is the powers that be, and that's not the government because they're not the true power. That's the military-industrial complex, the Illuminati, if you will. They're going to hang on to the bitter end, right? What's going to happen? More and more people have better and better technology to video things, to record things. They witness things. It's out on the internet. We have no longer just governments in space exploration, but we have private industry. We have lots of private industry, and not just in the United States, but in Great Britain, in Russia, in China. Well, it's not really private industry in China, but but all over. Israel, United Arab Emirates, um, many Europe, European space agencies. So you can only keep it a secret for so long because that's just the way it is. People talk. And you can't kill everybody and you can't suppress everybody and you can't, you can't threaten everybody's family and friends. So what we're seeing is, again, disclosure by a thousand paper cuts. It's this, it's that, it's in uh, pop culture, it's in movies, it's in TV, it's been that way for forever. But now, if you think about it, since to the Stars Academy and Chris Mellon released in 2017 the first three videos to the New York Times, it was a game changer. Love them or leave them. It was a game changer. And since then, they say anyway, the United States military actually encourages its pilots, its airmen, etc., to report these incidences. Some of them have actually even taken to recording sightings on their own personal cell phones. We've seen all the videos from the cockpit of an airplane or radar. But there are some now that are being taken from their personal cell phones because they own them, right? They're not sitting on a shelf or 
going through an intelligence committee and being held secret or being under the eyes of a committee of who knows who determining whether or not it's okay for the public to see such a thing. So it's going to happen. It's just not going to happen by the end of June. But again, I anticipate a few slivers, just enough to not definitively answer the question, but to make it even grayer. Now, that said, all we can do is wait. News is happening every day. Jeremy Corbel himself has said he has more footage that we will see in the next couple of weeks. Another UAP, UFO, military video that's due to come out. Okay. So, as we conclude the Nebula Calling podcast for May 18. I just want you to be vigilant. I want you to be aware. There's a lot of junk out there. There's a lot of hoaxers. And always remember, sometimes the powers that be, they like to take the true story and add a lie. And by doing that, they can go back and say that the whole thing is false. So use your discretion. And let us know what you're seeing, what you're thinking, and what you're feeling. As always, you can email us at thequantum at nebulacalling.com. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash mattg.nebula. Twitter at mattg underscore nebula. Instagram is mgregory7spock. And of course, we have the Spock Facebook group and our website, nebulacalling.com. Folks. It was a wild weekend. It may be an even wilder week, but for the next six weeks that we have, who knows what's going to happen. But just trust me, disclosure is not imminent, but it will happen in our lifetimes. Thanks.